We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, welcome into another episode of the Goodman and Hummel podcast. I'm Jeff Goodman. He's Robbie Hummel. And finally, finally, we have a, a Purdue basketball player who can actually play ball. It's about time I've had to deal with Robbie Hummel forever. Uh, now we got a real baller uh, in West Lafayette, Jaden Ivey. Jaden, thanks for joining us, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, Robbie, listen, all I know is uh, your vertical, Jaden, might be uh, twice as high as Robbie's 19 and a half inches. That's all. I, might even be more than twice as high, Rob. Jaden, let me tell you, man, if you ever have a bad day of, of vertical testing like I did at age 32, never tell this idiot right here because he'll, he'll, never, he'll never let it go. He will never let it go. Hey, your your mom was an assistant at Notre Dame for a long time in the women's program, and you you grew up. I've read rebounding for Skylar Diggins and around Jewel Lloyd and around Muffet McGraw. How was that experience for you, being around such high level these basketball minds and talent? Um, I'm gonna say it was fun. It, honestly, it was just fun to be around, you know, Skylar, um, and you know, just a, a lot of great talent. Um, and growing up, um, you don't see, you know, kids like, like that, you know, being coach's child and, you know, just being around such great talent. Um, and, you know, I, I just grew up in that, you know, stage at an early age and, um, you know, it was fun to be around, honestly. Did, did you feel pressure to go to Notre Dame at all with your mom and just the fact that you were so ingrained with that university? Um, I don't think I felt any pressure. I just felt like you know, I was just in a situation where my mom, you know, was a coach and, you know, I, would, I just had access. That's really it. I had access to, you know, the gym because, you know, my mom was always, you know, working. Um, and, you know, I just utilized it. And, you know, obviously, you know, that's that's home and that's, you know, that's family. I know a lot of, you know, the people um, at that university. And um, I didn't really, you know, have pressure, you know, on going there. It was just... You know, I was just trying to, you know, find myself, you know, because I love the game. And um, and it was just, you know, just working hard and, you know, trying to, you know, eventually maybe get a scholarship from them and, um, you know, get a scholarship for anywhere. So, you know, I wouldn't say it was a, a lot of pressure to go there, but, um, you know, I, you know, have to find the right situation at Purdue and, 
Um, and, you know, it was that. So, Jim, why weren't you more heavily recruited? You know, obviously high majors wanted you, but you weren't you weren't a guy that, you know, the 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 blue bloods were even looking at. Why yeah. do you think? Uh I just think it was I just think, you know, I was overlooked. Um, you know, maybe I wasn't, you know, as high um, as everybody else in the rankings. Um, but I can tell you I was working probably way harder than, you know, all, mostly all of them. Um, you know, just from the work work that I put in, you know, day in and day out, um, you know, I, I felt like I was number one player. Um, and, you know, I just, you know, I just stayed down and, you know, I just worked hard and uh, I didn't really, you know, care about, you know, the rankings and, um, you know, the college is not looking at me. I knew, you know, I, I'll find a, you know, a great team with a great coach. And I found, I knew that from, you know, you know, the day, you know, Coach Painter offered me a scholarship um, that, you know, that was a place where I, you know, really wanted to, you know, take a look at it and, you know, see, you know, I, I could see myself playing there. Um, and, you know, it just the situation happened and, you know, it just it just all worked out for me. And, um, you know, the perfect fit for me. So you call you call Painter a great coach. Yeah. Um, give me. Who would you, who's the better coach, Painter or your mom? <laughs> oh, man, that's tough. That's tough. Um, <laughs> my mom is, man, she's she's obviously giving me a lot of tips on the game. Um, starting at a young age, um, just, you know, help. I feel like she's helped me mold my game, um, you know, just from her being, you know, in the NBA status. Um, you know, when she was there, I mean, I, I, it was nice here. I would just, she would be watching film and, you know, I was right there next to her watching it. And, you know, she would tell me, you know, a lot of different details, um, in the league and, um, you know, I, and I feel like, you know, coach painter, you know, has a lot to offer for me is, is, you know, building my game up and, um, you know, molding me as a player, you know, he's helped me in so many different ways. Um, and, you know, he just, he just gave me a lot of tips on, you know, how to stay patient. Because, um, I mean, I remember last year I was, you know, I was up and down. Um, and, you know, he just kept giving me, you know, little remarks like, hey, be patient, like your time's coming. And, um, you know, continue to stay in the gym. And, um, you know, just little details on the court, you know, that, you know, really helped, you know, build my game up. Um, and, you know, obviously um, at the end of the year last year, I, I feel like I, you know, just improved, you know, just playing on the court and, you know, just being an all-around, you know, great teammate. And, um, you know, he just helped me in all aspects. So I, I feel like, you know, both of them have helped mold my game. Um, so you didn't answer. You're, you're not answering the question, are you? He gave the good answer, man. He, he didn't. <laughs> he went with both. I, yes. I, Smart I, man, Jaden. You know, you don't need to get in trouble with your playing time or your uh, whatever <laughs> check, whatever checks coming your way for your from your mom. <laughs> Man, his playing time's not going anywhere. Let's be real. That's not that's not in jeopardy, regardless of what Jaden says here. Jaden, you know, I think with Purdue fans, it's been a, a tortured road for the number one ranking. And with Duke losing last night, if you guys beat Iowa, you're going to be the number one team in the country. I, I know when I was at Purdue, we were the number three team in the country. Kansas and Kentucky both lost, so if we were to win at Minnesota. And then beat Michigan State, we would have been number one. 
Um, I ended up blowing my knee out against Minnesota. We lost to Michigan State, and you know that was probably our last good chance that we had to be ranked number one. Have you guys talked about what it means to be number one, or what what that would do for this group? So we I, I don't, have we ever been what number one Purdue? No, which is crazy. It is really crazy because there's been some really good teams at Purdue. I think um, obviously I, I watched the game last night, and you know I just. Um, I texted my teammates and I was just like, hey, we got to lock in even more. Um, you know, we see, you know, Duke's number one. And, um, you know, obviously, you know, lost to a good team in Ohio State. Um, but, I mean, you know, it's just, I mean, we put in a lot of work. And, um, you know, at any given night, you know, everyone's going to give, you know, produce their, their best shot um, each game. Um, and, you know, we just got to, you know, lock in even more. And we know what's at stake. Um and obviously, you know, hopefully, you know, we'll be number one. And um, but we got to maintain that, you know, the, throughout the whole season and in March. Um, and you know, it's gonna be hard. But you know, I think you know we we got a great group of guys, and you know, our coaches are you know the, you know at their great at their great state. And um, you know, I think you know we'll be fine. We just gotta you know, lock in even more, and uh, you know, keep playing together. So I was at Mohegan Sun last week. Uh, seen you guys play a couple games. We was there in the preseason. And, and I told you this. I said, the thing that impressed me the most about you was your unselfishness, your willingness to, to make guys better. When there were a lot of NBA guys in the stands, you probably knew that. And a lot of guys would have tried to, to do their own thing. And I thought you made some great decisions, especially in the open court. Uh, unbelievable passes uh, that I didn't know you had in you, to be honest, until then. What What – and you're shooting the ball better. You went from shooting like 26 last year to now you're in the almost the mid 40s from three. What was it that you did this this past summer that has allowed you to take this step? Uh, the biggest thing was I took more shots. I took even more shots than I did, you know, the, the previous summer. Um, I think it's just, you know, sticking with the routine. My, my daily routines, you know, shoot early mornings and, you know, come back late nights. Um, and it was just, it really was just, you know, sticking to the plan, you know, trusting my shot, um, you know, obviously having confidence in my shot. Um, I, I've always had that. And um, it was just sticking with it, to be honest. And um, and I feel like in games, you know, it was just taking the right shot. Um, I feel like last year I just, some some shots weren't good. There's some shots were bad shots. Um, and I realized that I know which, you know, shot is a good shot from a bad shot. And, um, you know, it's just day by game or game by game, you know, it's just improving my shot and um, just taking the right shot. I know everybody's talked about your offense, Jaden, rightfully so, because you've been fantastic. But I know the coaching staff has really challenged you to be one of those elite two way players in college basketball. How would you assess how you've been defensively? I feel like I've, I've been um, I think I've, I've been. I've improved since last year, um, you know, coming in as a freshman, you know, it's, it's hard, it's hard as a freshman because you're just learning, you know, the system and, you know, you're getting, a, and especially with COVID last year, it was just, it was just crazy. And, you know, you're just trying to learn everything, you know, grasp everything that the coaches say. And um, it's, it's hard. I can't say it was easy last year. Um, you know, I went through, you know, you know, trials and tribulations that whole year last year. Um, you know, I, I can't say that it was easy, but, 
um, you know, as, you know, the games progressed, I just started to get a feel, you know, for the game and, you know, for how college ball is played. And, um, you know, I just, you know, listened to what the coaches say. I came in and watched film and, and that's what I'm continuing to do now. And, um, you know, I just got a great feel for the game. And um, defensively, I just feel like, you know, I, I'm in the right spots now to where I wasn't, you know, freshman year. Um, you know, I kind of know, you know, the, the defensive principles, you know, where to be on the floor, um, you know, just being a help defense and a lot of the defensive principles that, you know, the coaches teach um, where, I, where I did um, last year, I didn't really, you know, understand it. Um, and I feel like, you know, this year, you know, having being my second year, you know, I feel like I've, I've grown in that aspect. I feel like you, you can't play. Before you, before you go there, Jeff, what, what, what did it do when Travion Williams, who was borderline All-American last year, he's first team All-Big Ten, and, and what, what does it do for this group when he says, yo, I'll come off the bench? You know, that's, if it helps the team, I'm for it. How, how big was that for, for this group? Man, Travion is a big-time player. Whether or not he come, he starts, whether he comes off the bench, he's a big-time player. So, um, you know, he's he's going to, you know, help us win in any way he can, just being on the floor. Um, you know, he's an ultimate team player. I mean, obviously, you know, he was starting um, last year. And, you know, this year, obviously, you know, Coach changed the lineup. And, you know, he could have been, you know, really mad. And I, I haven't seen him mad, you know, since – you know, coaches change the, the lineup, but I mean, he's just an ultimate team player and um, it just shows, you know, how mature he is, you know, and, you know, we need him to be, you know, our leader. He is our leader and, um, you know, he, it just shows how, you know, mature he is on the court. Yeah, watching him on the bench last week was, was honestly, that might have been the most fun I've had watching a game just to see a guy that, again, could be pissed off, you know, could be sulking, hanging his head, Instead, he's the first one up for not just you, Jaden, but like for for Zach. Like <laughs> Zach does something well, and he is the first one up cheering for him. And it's real. It's not. It's not BS. It's not him just playing in a game. You can tell he's legitimately happy uh, just to win right now. So I that that blows me away, and I think it sets the tone for you guys. And it's almost like everybody in that locker room looking around, saying like. All right, I could be mad. Maybe I'm not getting the minutes I should get. But how can I really be mad when when Travion was a first team All League guy a year ago, and now he's coming off the bench? Um, I just think you know Travion is you know a big time player. Um, you know, just coming where uh, I'm gonna say you know coming from where he's from, um, Chicago. You know, hard times, and you know he just. He just doesn't – he looks past that, and he just plays it. Um, and I think, you know, it just comes to, you know, his hard work that he puts in um, day in and day out. Um, him and Zach, really, uh, I think they both, you know, worked hard, work hard. Um, and, you know, he's just a big-time player. So, a year ago, my guess is you weren't on any draft boards anywhere. Even even when you came back from, from the injury – you don't like you were you were not good. You were not playing well. And uh, I don't know how crazy it is for you. And if you even look at the stuff, the mock, I got to do one next week in mock draft. And I'm not going to tell you where I'm going to have you because I, I don't need it going to your head. I don't need paint yelling at me. But um, but, you know, how crazy is it to think that 
a year ago, you were nowhere on a draft board. Nobody was talking about you as an NBA prospect. And now most places are going to have you as a, maybe a high lottery pick. Um, I would say it's just, it's just a blessing from God, man. It's just a blessing, um, you know, just to even be recognized, um, even be on any draft board. Um, you know, it's been a dream of mine since I was a kid, like to just even be in consideration to be drafted. Like, so um, obviously, you know, I, I'm just, I'm just blessed to be in this position that, you know, God has a plan for me and, um, you know, we'll see where that goes. Um, but, you know, I, I mean, it's it's just a blessing, but, you know, I, honestly, I'm just focused on, you know, winning, um, you know, a, a championship, you know, for Purdue. I, I honestly, I haven't really, you know, looked at it. I haven't really. You know, and don't, don't at, look at the mock drafts. Don't look at anything. Don't listen to what people tell you, any of yeah. that crap. Just play like you did when you, you know, nobody was talking about you. Play, play, you know, have that same hunger and that same drive, yeah. like, like Rob I feel, did. I come in, you know, every game trying to prove myself like like I was in high school, you know, trying to, you know, have colleges come, you know, look at me and, you know, take interest in me. That's how I feel like, you know, each game I just got to, you know, continue to prove myself. And that's what I, I come with that mentality, you know, every game. And, um, you know, I just got to stick with it. Jaden, Jeff might have said something stupid that you weren't on his NBA radar, but I, I knew you were going to be an NBA player, so don't listen to his shit right here. Does, does Coach Payne still say don't drink the poison? When Does, does he ever say that to you guys about press clippings? Did he, did he say that with you when you were at Purdue? No, he would, it was always the, the pre, press clippings can't kill you if you don't drink the poison. Does he still say that? I, he never told me that one. Man, I'm see, this guy – Coach Payne is he's softened up. He is does he throw the ball off the backboard anymore? You said what? Does he throw the ball off the backboard anymore? He man, he it's it's it, it kills me sometimes. He'd be doing behind the back passes, you know. It, I, it's but crazy. never but he never throws it off the backboard when he's mad. Like he used to be standing no. at half court, we'd be doing stuff, and when somebody would really screw up and he'd be really mad, he would take no. the ball and he would throw like a hook pass. And sometimes Rob, you hit the backboard. Rob, and sometimes Rob, you can't do that hit anymore. What? You can't do it anymore because if he hits somebody with it, now he's fired. Back when he would, that was the fun. That was the funniest part because sometimes he'd hit the bottom of the backboard or the side, and it would ricochet off and you know, like drill somebody, or or sometimes he'd miss the backboard altogether, and it would go into the stand. And it was one of those deals where you're like. I really want to laugh, but I'm really afraid that he'll be like, oh, you think it's funny? Like, go touch the top of the stadium. Right. You know, like, stuff like that. So, I, I'm sad to hear that he's not a – man, he's just not not what he used to be. <laughs> Jaden, who, who do you compare yourself to? I, I know I, I've heard some of – some Russell Westbrook, some John Morant. I think you shoot it better than, than Russell Westbrook. But who, who would you say you model your game off of? 12, John Morant, for sure. Yep. I did just, your mom coach? Did your mom coach him? Yeah, yeah, she did. His uh, rookie year. Um, yeah. That's when I, I really, because um, I went to the games sometimes, and I just, I just really, you know, took note of his game, and um, it was just like I got to start watching this dude because I, I see a lot of similarities um, in my game, um, and you know, shoot, I watch, I watch his highlights before every game, um, just trying to, you know. I just love watching his pace, um, you know, his change of speed, 
um, getting to the basket and you know, his, his highlight dunks. Um, just his craftiness. Um, that's what I really take note of when I, you know, watch his highlights and I just try to, you know, take some of his his stuff and you know implement it into my game. Didn't didn't Have you, you tell me? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. 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 Hey, didn't you tell me, Jaden, that you weren't that athletic until a year, a couple of years ago or something, that you weren't super athletic when you were in high school? I, I really what like in high school I had like I could dunk the ball and I could, you know, do some cool dunks. So I feel like I wasn't as as athletic than I than I am now. Like I I really don't. No, I I got some. I guess God gave me a little bit more bounce. I don't know, but I mean, in high school, I I really wasn't athletic as I was now. You know, my vertical is higher than a nineteen and a half. Jaden, <laughs> you know that? I believe that. My vertical higher than nineteen and a half. We're we're gonna we're gonna settle this in the off season, Jay. And I'm on the keto diet right now, and uh, I've lost about fifteen pounds. I got about another five or ten that I want to lose, and then we're gonna settle this thing in the off season between me and Hummel in, in a vertical. Okay, Jaden. If I if I lose to this dude in anything athletic, I I will never play sports again. But basketball, golf, I will hang it all up. I will I will never be able to do it because this guy. I can still dunk, yeah. I, I can still dunk. I can still even dunk off vert. I, I, my goal is to be able to dunk, not just off, just period, until I'm forty. I, I didn't get the the random burst of bounce like you did, unfortunately. I just, you blow your knees out and it just tanks like you know the stock market on Black Wednesday or whatever. It's, uh, it's tough. But what, what's it been like to? Uh, you came in with Zach. What, what's it been like to watch him grow from, you know, last year we're like, okay, this, this kid's got a chance to now it's like, man, this dude is a freaking monster. I mean, just a stud. Yeah. I call I call him Godzilla, man. He's the dude is beast, man. It's, it's just, I think, you know, he came in with the mentality like, ah, like not everyone's expecting me to be good. And, um, you know, they don't, they don't see, they don't see anything in me right now. And, he just came in with the mentality that, you know, I'm going to keep working hard and um, I'm going to prove myself when I step on that court. And that's what he's been doing, you know, all year long. Um, you know, I, I seen him when, you know, my freshman year coming in, I knew he was going to be really good. And, um, you know, he, he's just just dominant. He's just too – he's hard to stop. Uh, and, you know, he he comes in. I shoot after every practice and I see him, you know, on the, on the other floor, um, you know, doing his work. Um, so, you know, I just I believe in Zach, you know, a lot. And um, it's just a testament to, you know, how much work he's put in, you know, over the years. I want to see him. I know he told me he played baseball growing up. Imagine him bearing down on you at seven, four off the mound. What that would look like. That's crazy. Insane. Right. He can but taller. <laughs> It's crazy. The, the thing that honestly, the thing that blows me away about him the most is, is watching him shoot free throws. Because I've never seen a seven footer that smooth shooting free throws. It's like most guys are going to get hacked, you know, Shaq, and you go down the line. Most big guys, and with him, you can't, you can't do that. He's one of your best free throw shooters. He's got great touch. Like he's got big hands. Like great, great touch on his shot, man. He's, I mean, he's dominant. Jaden, why, why are you guys the best team in the country? Uh, we just got so many pieces. I mean, 
you you just it's it's hard to stop when you you know have a great team with great pieces and um that all play together all gelling as a team and um you know it's just it's just a hard team to stop you know, when you have that type of talent on the team and um you mean you stop one you still got you still got Brandon Newman and you still got you know Zach Eady you still got you know Trevion Williams um you still got Junior you know and and Sasha you know the best shooter in the nation so. Uh, you know, I just think we just got too many pieces and, um, you know, everyone gels in together. And, you know, you know, we just play for one another. All right. Th- hey, the last thing uh, before we go, I just want to get a little feedback from you, Jaden, on a-, a list I put together. Mm-hmm. It doesn't include active players. So you're not you're not eligible for this. But I don't know if you can see it. Well, this is my all time uh, Purdue player list. And obviously, Rick Mount, number one. I don't know if you guys can see this. I'll, I'll try to get a little closer for you. Rick Mount's one. The big dog, obviously, two. Joe Barry Carroll's three. Etwan um, Moore, seven. Chris Kramer, 10. Uh, Brad Miller, I think I got him at like 15 or something. And I do have Homo at 50, just so you know. I got him in there. I put him <laughs> in at 50. He's in there uh, right ahead of Sandy Marcius, right ahead of Sandy. So, um, any any issue with any of those, Jaden? Uh, I think Rob Robbie got to get up there, man. Yeah, thanks, Jaden. Hey, Justin, Robbie got to be up there. Rankings. Doesn't matter. What did you say, Rob? So you're not Robbie. in my top thousand of my college basketball rankings, so it doesn't it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> no, Rob, Rob's. I think Rob's maybe four. I'm going to put Rob at four um, behind Joe Barry Carroll. That's where I'm putting them. Number Thanks, four man. all time, uh, Purdue. Um, listen, Jaden, you have a chance to the, the craziest part, and Robbie said this, and I don't know if we've asked paint this, but Rob said this last week. He said, You might be the most talented player to come through West Lafayette since the big dog, since Glenn Robinson, which um is a long time ago. I mean, to hear that from somebody like Robbie Hummel, one of the all-time greats to come through Purdue. What does that mean to you? Uh, I just, I just say it again. It's, a, it's a blessing, man. Uh, blessing from God. Um, you know, I'm just thankful that, um, you know, I'm just in this position. Um, you know, with a great team. Um, you know, with great coaches and Coach Painter, um, and you know his staff. Um, and I'm, I'm just, you know, thankful to just be in this position. I can only thank God for real. And um, you know, I'm just gonna, you know, keep, you know, going and. Um, you know, day by day, just, you know, take it step by step and um, you know, just keep going. Jaden, before you go, I just wanted you to know, man, I, I talked to a lot of guys that I played with and played at Purdue, and everybody is, is so proud of your guys' group, man. Fun to watch you guys. You're unselfish. Good luck the rest of the year, man. It, it's, been, it's been awesome to watch you guys. Thank you so much, Robbie. Appreciate that. Thanks, Jaden. Good catching up again, man. And uh, keep making your teammates better, like I yes. said to you. You know, that, sure. that makes life easier for you at the end of the game because, honestly, you're going to get uncontested threes. You're going to have more space to work with. You know yeah. all that. you got two of the best bigs in the country. So uh, do what you've been doing. And, yes, sir. Uh, I've got you at number one, but you got you got to take care of business later this week. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. Thanks, Jaden. See you guys. Thanks, Jaden. Appreciate it, man. Good luck, dude. Fun watching Thank you guys. Thank you. These days, small business owners are busier than ever. And spending time searching for the right candidates can feel like you're just taking time away from growing your business. 
That's why LinkedIn jobs made it easier to find people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. Focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience and use screening questions to get your role in front of only the most qualified. Then use the simple tools on LinkedIn jobs to quickly filter and prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash good. That's linkedin.com slash good to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Produce star Jaden Ivey, uh, sophomore guard, Rob. He has been electric and he is electric. Like that's the one thing to me that Purdue has that you can look around at those other top teams, right? Gonzaga, they, they've got Drew Timmy. They've got Chad Holmgren. They got some good guards, Nemhard, uh, Duke. They got Paolo. They got Mark Williams, you know, maybe Trevor Keels, but he settled down a little bit. What Purdue has is something that nobody else has, which is you can put the ball in his hands, Jaden Ivey, and say, go make a play, period. Well, I thought against Gonzaga, Duke did have that. I thought they lived in the paint, but yeah. it was a different story against Ohio State. You're totally right. Jaden Ivey, his decision-making and transition is as good as anybody in the country. And he's, a, he's an elite athlete, as vertical as – how many guys – not just at Purdue, but in college basketball, have windmilled in-game. I mean, that, that list is like right. Sean Kemp. and I mean, guys like that. He's on that. He he has gone off one leg this year. And, when, I mean, that's just – there's not many guys that have that type of bounce and ability. He, he's he's phenomenal. I, I think he's he's got a great team. Purdue has a great team, but he is an elite player. He's going to make so much money playing basketball. It's It's crazy. So they've shot the hell out of the ball, too. And that was our big question mark probably going into the year a little bit, right? I mean, they, they, they hadn't shot it well last year. Yeah, I think they, they underachieved last year. Right? Sasha Kofanovich is a good shooter. Isaiah Thompson is a good shooter, didn't get a ton of minutes. But he's it seems like he's kind of beating out Eric Hunter at that starting point guard spot. Jaden Ivey shooting the 40s. You said it earlier, he's 27 last year. Um, they just – Brandon Newman we knew could shoot. Um, Bob Indiana, of course he can, but yeah, they have, they have a good, <laughs> they have a good shooting team. It's, I was surprised at how they shot it last year. I think coach Painter was too. I think he felt like they were a better shooting group than they showed. So Duke loses to Ohio state last night. Has that changed your perception now of, of Duke being that dominant team? I never thought they were in the first place. I honestly, and I'm not sure Purdue is, I think they are today. Yeah, I mean, that's what not be. all this is fluid. Can you hear the hammering that's going on in my hallway? Yeah, what are you doing over there? I'm not doing anything. They're they're putting carpet down in the hallway of my apartment. I've been trying to mute it, but I, I'm sorry. Yeah, right. um, you know, that's what's the funny thing about these rankings is these things are all fluid. You know, I, I said that I think that this is the best Purdue team that I've ever seen, and I believe that. But if they go lose eight games in a row – that changes, right? Like Duke looked amazing against Gonzaga. Their wins are, were better than Purdue's. They had beaten Kentucky on a neutral floor. They'd beaten Gonzaga. Purdue had beaten Villanova and a North Carolina team. But now that win, while it looked great when it happened, probably has a little bit less cachet. It can go back up. 
North Carolina can start playing better. But people freak out about these rankings. And it's like, well, you're looking at this, and things things can change. Um, snapshot. All they yeah, are is a snapshot. snapshot. I didn't feel like Duke played well last night. I didn't think Purdue played its best game last night. They won by 30. Um, Duke went into a, a tough environment, a, a venue that I don't – feel like is always all that tough, but when it's full, yeah. it's huge. You know, they Ohio State's done a, a better job of putting the kids on the floor. Once they changed that, when they had the kids on the, the two ends, it was a really stale atmosphere. It's better now. Um, but, yeah, you it's – good. It's good for big games. Ohio State is good, good for big, for big games. games. Um, yeah, I've also been there when there's two top ten teams playing and they're selling two for one tickets. You know, it's football. Right. Um, I – I didn't think Duke played well last night. I do worry a little bit about their shooting. I think you you have to, because especially in this day and age where a team like Purdue is going to chuck them up or, a, you know, Villanova, whoever. Like, there's going to be teams that can make a bunch of threes. Um, but at the end of the day, I didn't think Paolo played great. I thought down the stretch, EJ Liddell was a freaking monster. But that's been all year. The thing that surprised me about Duke losing to Ohio State is I still feel like their guards are so – I don't even know if this is a word – undynamic or nobody's getting in the paint. Cedric Russell makes three monster shots. It's a huge rebound, but I, I do worry about Ohio state and the fact that without Dwayne Washington, without CJ Walker, a Jamari Wheeler catch and shoot guy, defensive player, Malachi Branham freshman, very talented, but still hasn't maybe been the, the guy they hoped would be living in the paint. They, they don't have that. I mean, they, now they can I mean, throw the ball to Zed Key. They can throw the ball to E.J. Liddell. E.J. Liddell can play in the perimeter. But from a guard perspective, I, I do worry. And it's funny because they beat the number one team in the country last night. But, but, but I think I, that I worry says, about that. I think that says a lot about college basketball this year, right? Yeah. Is Ohio State probably right now a fringe top 25 team in terms of talent? And yep. if you take E.J. Liddell off that team, yeah, I'm not even sure they're an NIT team. Yeah, I, I – I think that's fair to say. Now, Zed Key was killing those two awesome. things last night. Yeah. He is the best celebrator in college basketball. <laughs> he's got the finger guns. He's got the rage of the roost. <laughs> he's, he is hilarious to watch play. Yes. I, I really like I really like watching Zed Key play. He plays with, with some real joy. Yeah, and, and they have no length. I mean, no length up front. Zed Key and E.J. Liddell, and Liddell's blocking every – like, I think he, he averages like three or four blocks a game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're not big. Liddell is probably six. I, at Big Time Media Day, we were in the same room, standing together. I bet he's six, six. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Young, probably, probably about six, six seven, seven, six, eight. Right. They're not big. I mean, think about how huge they've been in the past. Think, think about the Ted Mott, Greg Oden, Costa Kufus, BJ Mullins. It was just like yeah. a Every freaking day. parade of massive bigs. And they don't, they don't have that this year. No, they don't. They don't. Um, all right. Well, listen, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll wrap here. That was a, a great interview with Jaden Ivey. You, you held your own in that one as a, as a fellow Boilermaker. You did a nice job. Try my hardest. Uh, you know, it's, it's yeah, you I did. did. You came through. I was worried about you. I was worried about you. Did you like my list, by the way? Do, do, you, want, do you want me to you know, send this it. to your parents? You said Brad Miller was 15, and I think you put him at 12. 50, huh? Bobby yeah. Riddell, 100? Is it 12? Bobby Riddell, yeah, Bobby Riddell did make the list at 100. Is he 100 because he turned you down to do a podcast on here? Yeah, but otherwise he would have been ahead of you. He would have been 49. This is, by the way, this is like the list. 
the I mean, this will be used forever. Honestly, though, you think that Rick Mount is better than Glenn Robinson? I mean, I'm not old enough. I know you think I am to have seen. Rick. I mean, Rick Mount was awesome. I'm not. That's not a slight to him. Big Dog is that man scored a thousand points in a season. You don't have him number one. These rankings are shit. I think Rick Mount was was he was around when it's Lafayette a lot longer. Although you know dog. what, Rick Mount had games where if they had the three point line, he had like 50, and they've yeah. gone back and looked at it, and if they they've like said if the three point line was in there, he would have had like. 67 yeah. points against Iowa in a big really? Did so he have the set, the set three like you probably did when you grew up? I never had a set shot. Uh, how could you just – you see me shoot. I never shot with a set I shot. I figured Valpo, you know, when you were young. Set free throw. Valpo free throw, yeah. But not you guys all learn. I'd actually like to see you with, like, the Rick Barry free throw. Canyon doesn't. Oh, I, do. I play through and through the sun. Canyon shoots – the underhand free throw, and when we've played in front of big crowds, you can hear an audible like gasp, like, <laughs> like the crowd, the air gets sucked out because people are not expecting to see it. And I know in some of these places they're not aware of who his dad is. Right. But he Canyon is the biggest, and I will tell him I said this on this podcast, the biggest proponent of the underhand free throw ever. If you're shooting like 70%, he'll be like, should you should shoot underhand. And he claims <laughs> to be this elite free throw shooter. And I've seen this dude miss more free throws in three on three games than anybody in my life. This he but needs he's to go still, to shoot an overhand. Really, man. All right. Well, listen. Uh, Goodman and Hummel Pod in another week. Make sure you you listen wherever you listen to your pods. Make sure you um, uh, watch it. Obviously on on Twitter, on YouTube, and we'll see you next week.